You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and what a show do we have for you. It's a good one. Our first guest is Sherry Fink from the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live exclusively on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we do encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. The show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills through the experiences of our guests. Sherry, welcome back to the program. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, I've been excited to have you back on the show since the last time when we talked about you as a book author and helping with student books and children's books, and now you've done a line extension. But before we get to that, tell us a little bit, for those guests that may or audience that may not have heard you the first time, talk about your background and how you've evolved to your current brand, which is the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. Absolutely. Um, Well, I started out in online marketing, and I did that for over 12 years and worked my way up through different brands, different companies, different positions, and to the point where I was ultimately in charge of it, and then realized I didn't love it. That (laughs) happens, right? And then um, I had this huge opportunity where I had this inspiration come about a story, and I didn't know what it was. And through a a series of serendipitous events and conversations, I discovered that it could be a children's book. Right. And then I went after it, and I published my first children's book, and it became a number one bestseller in two weeks. And Mm. then I had another idea and another idea, and four years later, here we are. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. And how, you know, you remind me of our first interview, how the idea sort of came to you, sort of from outside of you. Yes, absolutely. Well, I was actually going through a difficult time. I was um, being bullied in the workplace and I didn't know how to handle the situation and I had tried everything and I felt really hopeless about it, but I'm a very hopeful person. So I had this um, moment of surrender when I was driving to work one day and I just had this feeling like I would, I will do anything to make this a better situation. And I had no more ego. I just surrendered completely. And that's when I had that idea come to Mm. me about a little rose that grows up in a weed bed and and thinks that she's the weed and learns that she's really a beautiful rose no matter what anyone else sees or thinks about it. So, um, yes, it was completely unexpected. Right. And so for those (laughs) listeners that might be watching us also on our YouTube channel, because we do put our videos up on Richard Franzi, that's our YouTube channel, and you can find Sherry Fink there. You brought a copy of a book. I did. So tell me about the book that you have here in the studio. The book here is my latest um, number one bestseller. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. It's The Little Seahorse, and it's about a bashful little seahorse that has to learn to speak up and ask for help Mm. in order to bring a special gift home for his mother. Wow. And when did when was this book released? It was released in March of 2014. Okay. And it became a bestseller, a number one bestseller six months before then. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. you have really built a following then, haven't you? My fans are amazing. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. And how do you stay in touch with them? Do you use social media? Tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about how you reach your demographic. Um, well, primarily through social media. Of course, they're not the children. They're their parents. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot of adult fans, too. It would actually be really surprising to you, like how many people come up to me at festivals <laughs> who are adults who are okay. fans. Nothing I love wrong that. With that. That's great. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So social media is huge. Facebook primarily. Um, mm-hmm. I just just reached a huge milestone on my fan page. Which is? Over 25,000 fans. Wow. Yes. That's a big number. Very exciting. That and, is, a, yeah. Um, Twitter, a little bit, not not as much. Not I don't as get much. as much interaction through there, right. but mostly through Facebook. And then directly, people email me directly through my website. Okay. I actually get physical mail from people at times, well, which is lovely. touching, too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have a little folder in my office for handwritten thank you notes, mm-hmm. because that really is the... I mean, that, that takes time. Yes, and it's rare. It's and rare. it's such a special gift when someone takes that time. Right. So before we move on to the topic at hand for today, if someone be, would be interested in any of your books, well, how would you best suggest they go about getting them? 
Well, I just debuted a brand new e-commerce store. Imagine that. <laughs> I didn't and know that. And it's at www.whimsicalworldofsherryfink.com. And my name is spelled S-H-E-R-I-F-I-N-K. There you go. And hopefully people will go there and you'll get more followers and friends on Facebook and obviously continue to grow your audience. It's Is it an international audience? Is it a North American audience? It is international, which completely surprises me. I think it's because of the power of Facebook, honestly. But I have fans all over the world. I mean, the farthest I've received fan mail from is Bali Hmm. so far. (laughs) So so it sounds like what appeals to children in the United States uh, and adults is a universal thing then, maybe. I think there are messages that we all need. We all need to be reminded that we're special and that we have all these capabilities within us. So is that, is that of, of your four books, is that kind of an overarching theme that's in yes. your books? Yes. They are all designed to help kids with their self-esteem. All of them. So they're having fun. They're reading the story, seeing themselves through the eyes of the character, and then they're realizing something special about themselves. D- you know, we're, you're not a psychologist, and you're not going to play one here on the radio show today. And you're listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, by the way. And Sherry Fink uh, is with us. Her firm is the Whimsical World of Sherry Fink. And while that's a fun and approachable title, it's a business, right? It is a business. And you're a published author, and you're making money at being an author. And for those of us that write books, we know how hard that is to achieve critical mass, where you have the volume that really is uh, is sustainable. Yes, and fun. And it's fun. Mu- much more fun to be successful. <laughs> it is, isn't it? So you have people who like what you do. and know, Yeah, it's very rewarding, isn't it? Especially, yes. when especially the little ones. They're probably so cute. I, I've seen some of your videos when you're there with your wigs, in cost- not in costume, but mm-hmm. in your persona, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure they love. Yes, yes. Some of them have actually started wearing wigs, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> Maybe they're for Halloween. They'll go around and be you. Who am I? I'm Jerry Fink. Uh, that's cute. How did you stumble upon that idea? Um, that was by accident, as well as everything else. <laughs> I was um, going to a PBS event. I was going to be on my first PBS event on stage, and I asked my fans playfully, "Should I go brunette or strawberry or Smurfberry blue?" Mm-hmm. And they voted for Smurfberry blue, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like now I'm scared. <laughs> right. Did you have the wig already? I I did. A friend okay. had bought me one, like, okay, just for fun, and so I was like, "You know what? I'm a woman of my word. I'm going to do it." Right. So I went to the event decked out in my blue hair and I was very nervous at first but people kept coming up to me and like saying how much they liked it and then people wanted their picture taken with me and it was mm. more memorable and then right. and then afterward the fans went nuts and they were like which what color are you going to do next what style is going to be next okay. and I was like I don't know maybe it, maybe I could be brave enough to try that okay so uh, Smurf Berry Blue is not your only look no 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 <laughs> Okay. I have quite a few. Quite very, a few now. Very colorful. Okay. Yes. I think that's, uh, we're look, always looking for teachable moments. And for entrepreneurs and business executives that are listening, it's very important to have a brand that's identifiable, right? And right. I would think this is a part of who you are now as your persona, right? It is. And it's just fun. Like, it feels very authentic. Like, who doesn't want to dress up and be someone like, I feel like a superhero when I'm, <laughs> when I'm colorful, you know? All and right. kids look at me like I'm magical. Right. And it just, it, it makes it more fun for everyone. I could just see a little girl saying to her mommy or maybe a little boy, her hair is so beautiful, right? Because <laughs> they're so accepting. Yes. Right? They're so loving and, right. and wonderful. And, right. You know, I just, I, it makes it that much more special for so everybody. are there future books in the in the works there are books in the works i'm actually working on my first adult novel right oh, now really? which is a departure for me but at the end of the day it's all about love can we this talk about book, that sure we can talk about it so first of all how did you decide to do that um, serendipity again again <laughs> <Yes>. boy <laughs> you're living a charmed life young lady i'm very open to the messages of the universe okay, that's i the think key, that's huh? what what it is right i try to be at least Good. um when the one when i receive them i receive them very strongly okay so i um <laughs> i was having a, a business call one morning it was super early and i had been out the night before with a friend and celebrating and and i was like oh my gosh i have this call like i i need to hurry up I need to grab something to eat. So I went upstairs and all I had, this was a couple of years ago, all I had was cake that I could get really fast. So I put, <laughs> I put cake in a bowl. I went back downstairs. I got back under the covers. I'm on the call. I'm all mute, you know. Right. I'm all sneaky eating cake. And I told my best friend later, I was like, I was eating cake in bed. I was having a great call. And he's like, cake in bed. That would be a great name for a book or movie. Oh, my gosh. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it would be a great story, like a great title. And I looked, and no one had done it. 
So I bought the domain and I started writing and I put it on hold for a little while, like okay. while I was working on other things. But now I'm like full fledged into it again, and it's it's really juicy. Great. Yeah. So when do you think it'll be released? My goal right now is to have it out by October 2nd of next year, which is my birthday. Oh, well, we so just missed your birthday this year then. Well, <laughs> belated happy birthday. And Thank Crystal, you. we'll have to have you back when that book comes out to see how that how that changes your business, expands it as well. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. We're talking with Sherry Fink of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. When we come back, we're going to talk about her newest venture in the market now. And uh, stay tuned. You're going to hear about that. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Commercial Bank of California, or CBC, is a well-funded, full-service bank located in the heart of Orange County. CBC is ranked in the top 6% nationally for financial strength. Commercial Bank of California was founded in 2003 by a group of Orange County's finest entrepreneurs. To this day, our bank is governed by our founders, including General William Lyon of William Lyon Homes, Alex Morello of the Morello Group, and Frank Willey of Fidelity National Financial, to name a few. In short, we are a bank founded, built, and run by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Not every business in Orange County should be our customer. However, if your business is looking for a bank that can assist in finance, production, analytics, and risk management, there's no better bank to choose. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.cbcal.com or at our new headquarters at 19752 MacArthur Boulevard in Irvine. Member FDIC. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Sherry Fink is our guest for this segment. Her firm is the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. And before we get back to her, I just want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 episodes during the last 30 days, and we here at the program truly appreciate your continued and your growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, or other business podcasting services, as well as hundreds of websites of middle market companies whose CEOs have been on our show and they put the player on the show. If you're on iTunes or Spreaker or Stitcher and you're looking for our show, type in Critical Mass Radio Show or Richard Franzi and the programs will come up. All right, Sherry, let's talk about your latest business venture. Tell me 
what you've done with your brand, and then we're going to talk about why. I have expanded into beauty, and we've launched the very first collection, which is a set of lip balms. They are SPF 15 in super fun flavors, and they're all natural ingredients. What was the inspiration? You know, the inspiration was actually um, my sparkly nail polishes because okay. I make these with my manicurist because <laughs> I never like what's on the shelf. And okay. So I always come up with something new and then people right. always compliment me and they're like, oh, where can I get that? And I'm like, well, you can't because we make it. Right. And then I thought, well, why don't I make it? But then I started researching it and it's a lot more involved. You know, you have to have a chemist and all these things. So I thought, well, what could I release that would be really fun that I could come out before the nail polishes to test beauty. Okay. You know, because I'm, I'm a b- big fan of, like, moving fast when you can. Right. And when it makes sense, like, get it out there, test it. Right, makes sense And so I thought, well, lip balm is something that I go through, like, crazy. And okay. the, the flavors are not, the ones I want are not available. And so okay. I thought, well, let me see if I can find a partner. And I did. I found a great company, and they sent me, like, 15 different sample flavors. So I tried all of them, and I, like, my top eight I asked my fans, okay. which ones are your favorites? And they voted. And so these were the ones they chose. And they were able to select that based on the name of the it? The name of it, okay. yeah, on Facebook. And so you knew, you sort of did some test marketing on... I made sure they were awesome. The, all the choices were awesome. <laughs> so I'm looking at one. Let me see. This one is iced pear. Mm-hmm. Strawberry. Bub- I love bubble gum. I'm a, <laughs> truth be told, I have a, a big jar of bubble gum in my car and I just, uh, unfortunately I chew it all too often I just uh, have a freak for it and this one is banana pineapple of course it is banana pineapple <laughs> thank you the yellow is a little hard on my eyes but I got it so well they're all very cute images on the front these are your characters these are my characters so how does this feel this line extension it feels right okay it feels like the right thing at the right time right um, it's a great way to be able to help reach you know, all ages of, of youth and adults right? Um, <laughs> without an enormous investment that the, the nail polish would require. Okay. Yeah. So these would be great stocking stuffers, birthday party, favor gifts. I mean, yes. for your demographic, right? Yes. And they're great for boys and girls. Yeah. I use chapstick. And I like that a lot. I use lip balm frequently, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, you know, it's just what it is. So, and flavored is even better. Yeah, and they and I love the texture of it too. They stay on for a long time, which is important for me because I'm constantly like putting more on. If right. not, <laughs> right. Well, once you get in the habit of doing it, it sort of becomes needed or natural, or yes. feels more comfortable with it on. And I think with sun protection, that's great for young kids and adults who are your fans as well. <laughs> so, are you in the market with these products? I am. I am. I'm selling direct right now okay. through the website, the e-commerce site that we debuted a few weeks ago, and, okay. and then in person at events. Of course. So just want to. I want to test it. I want to see how it does and figure out, you know, where I should move next with it. Okay. So you have been selling these in kind of back of the room or during when you're out and doing readings and book yes. signings, etc. And what's been the response so far? Kids are really excited. They're really, really excited. Like, people want to buy them individually, and I only sell them as a set right now. Okay. But a set of? A set of four. Okay, so these four. Mm-hmm. This the is a collection. set. Okay. But ultimately, I want to sell them individually as well. But yeah. just, you know, start small, right. grow. Right. And um, you go through these, right? I yeah. Mean, it's not like <laughs> this is a year supply here. That's I mean, true. <laughs> it, 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 they get consumed pretty quickly. Um, so that's So that's great. But you said you have other ideas for other products? I do. I do. The Sparkly Nail Polishes. That's the one that's next. That'll be for 2015. Don't know the timing yet. Right. Depends on everything else getting sourced. Okay. But I'm in talks right now to get that developed. Oh, listen to you. She's in talks <laughs> right now, huh? Yeah, because you need business partners for this type of adventure, right? You need the right? right partners. Right. And, and I want a high-quality product. That's extremely important to Your me. Your name's on this. That's right. That's right. And they're my fans, and my fans are amazing, and... You know, I, w- I wouldn't want to give them anything less than the best. Right. So. so so this all started because you wanted it to be unique, or at least you didn't like what was available for your nails, and so you created your own product, which got recognition. Another teachable moment for entrepreneurs, and I love this. If you have a need and you can find a way to satisfy your need, you can probably scale that need it's and create amazing. a product line, right? Like one particular color that I designed, I got stopped 15 times in three days. About it on your, with your in nail random places, <laughs> airports, everywhere. Wow. Even people like 
it was incredible. And I thought, there's really something here. Like, I really need to do something what was with it, that. What, is, what was it about the color, do you think? It was, a, um, it was a teal blue-green. Looking you in the blue, huh? With, <laughs> with um, two different types of glitter. Okay. Two different styles of glitter. And I call it Mermaid Sparkle. Aww. And there's something about the Mermaid Sparkle. It's magical. So, so you're really continuing to build, Empire's a strong word, a brand around understanding your client. Yes, I look at things that make me happy right. and bring me joy. Right. And then when other people tell me that they would like it too, I look at ways to bring it into to being. So if people are your fans who are listening today live or maybe as a podcast, I would think that if they have ideas and suggestions for other products, you would be open to that suggestion Absolutely. as well? Absolutely. So, so you have a, a very robust customer listening program going on, don't you, right? <laughs> I do. I right. care very much. Right. And I mean, again, that's another basic premise of building a brand and extending it with your clients. Selling more to the same customer is the ideal way, frankly, to grow versus selling uh, something different to a different customer. Mm -hmm. It's just better to just deliver more value to the clients who are in your community. Mm -hmm. So you're doing it at a very personal level, right? And it's working very well for you. So what's the future for you, Sherry Fink? You know, it's interesting. I'm not exactly sure. Like, I want to do, I love what I'm doing. I just want to do more of it faster. Right. You know, I want to expand it. Like, we've, we've already received international orders for the lip balms. Okay. So that's really exciting. But I want to make it bigger. Right. You know, like everything I do, I want to reach a broader audience. I want to reach more kids. I want to plant those seeds of self-esteem all over the world um, on a bigger, bigger scale. So Right. Whatever propels us in that direction, I'm willing to, you know, take a look at. So you're a positive role model, not just for young girls and women, right? Your fans cross all genders, I would think. They do. And all ages, it sounds like, as they well. They do. So the positivity is, is resonating with your audience. I think it's the authenticity. I think it's what it is. It's like, I'm just doing what I want to do. And... It makes me really happy. Are you and just I being think, you? Is that what you're I saying? I think people. I think people want that. Like they, everybody needs that permission just to be who they are. And right. when they see somebody doing it, it's like, wow! Like suddenly, I want to do things too, and you know, be who I am, and just. Are yeah. you finding in any way any any um, energy in your life of people who are trying to capitalize or modify who you are? Has that um, happened at all? You know. <sighs> I don't mean to bring negativity into it, but I'm just wondering, as you continue to be more successful, you attract more and more attention. I'm just wondering um, if any of that attention was misaligned with your goals. There, I have been approached by people who have really good intentions. However, they're not in alignment with my goals right. or my brand. Or like I, you know, I even had someone come to me about a movie and, um, and I was very excited. Wow. Oh yeah, this was like a year ago. Wow. But the vision for it was not in alignment at all. Right. And it took out the self-esteem component altogether. And I thought, that's not going to work for me. Like, I, if it's on the screen, that's exciting, but it needs to have a deeper meaning. Well, good for you. So um, so it just wasn't a fit. But it can come back around at it another could, time. With we the right just, partner. We just put it out on the that's universe right. through the internet, right? Who knows? There's people all, all over the world who say, okay, I could do that more true to her vision. Yeah, yeah. Right. So oh, it seems just, like a natural. Thank you. Yeah, it just it needs to be a good fit. And that's in my personal life too. Like I've I found that some people are uncomfortable, you know. It's like when you decide to just be who you are, like some people can't handle that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. Right. Just stay over there then. You right. know, that's right. fine with me. I think that's that's that is a very empowering message. Thank you. And that comes through in all of, all you're doing in your writing in your products and in how you are as a person. Uh, I only have a few minutes left with you, Sherry Fink, and before I let you go, I have to ask you of all the things that you've kind of evolved to here as an entrepreneur and a business owner, international writer, and now a product salesperson. Do you have a guiding principle, kind of a philosophy for how you're continuing to lead the whimsical world of Sherry Fink? I would say it has to do with authenticity. You have to be true to you. Um, people come to me with all kinds of great ideas. They're like, oh, we could do this with this and this with that. And if it doesn't feel right, I don't do it. Even if it's exciting at first or a sexy idea, like, oh, I'd love to have stuffed animals. But if it's not the right if it's not the right partner or the right. not the right combination and this doesn't feel right, I honor that authenticity within myself, whatever that is. Like I follow the intuition on it. 
And sometimes it's hard to say no thank you. I was going to say that it's hard on a lot of levels. It's one on a business level. It might be hard because the dollars look good. Yes. And it's hard on a, in a personal level because you have to say no to somebody who maybe has, the like you said, the best intentions, but yes. they're just not. And then your ego around. level is like, oh, I would love to have stuffed animals. <laughs> of course, that would be awesome. You know? so you a to, movie? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so you have to be willing to say, you know what? Not right now. Right. Not like this. It doesn't feel right. So I think authenticity has really propelled me. Um everywhere that i've i want to go and you know it's going to continue to propel you i am so happy that you graciously came back for a second time with us i'm nothing but continued success in all that you do i'm serious about wanting you back after your next book comes out so that we can explore that world of being an author in a different genre so sherry fink give us your website oh it's www.sherryfink.com Okay. And you can order the books at www.whimsicalworldofsherryfink.com. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is Sherry Fink, and she's been a joy again on the radio program. <laughs> the time has just flown by. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our second commercial break. Don't go anywhere because Carlos and Blanca Martinez, owners of Urban Cactus, this is a fantastic restaurant. You're going to want to hear their story. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in three minutes. Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO Peer Groups. CEO Peer Groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, buninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Can we talk about your family business? 
You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Okay, this is Rick Franzi, host of Critical Mass Radio Show, and as promised, Carlos and Blanca Martinez, owners of Urban Cactus, are here in the studio. We're going to be talking with them about their newest venture, which is the restaurant Urban Cactus. But before we do that, I'd just like to let you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through the support of the show. And with our exclusive prospect engagement program, we will deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers in 2015. If you'd like to learn more about this fantastic opportunity, then contact my good friend, Rose Chamora, at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. Her name is Rose Chamora. I know she's sitting by the phone in her office just waiting to explain to you how valuable this program can be. All right, Carlos, I first came across your brand when I, by coincidence, stopped in your restaurant for a bite to eat. I was amazed with the food. As a matter of fact, Rose was with me that day, and we were in between appointments. And as she and I were talking about how great your food was, I happened to ask the server slash busboy who owned it, and little did I know, it was you. (laughs) Right? That is correct. So let's start by, tell me the inspiration for Urban Cactus. Okay, well, the inspiration came about uh, really because we noticed that life right now, I mean, everybody knows that life can be pretty hectic uh, for most professionals, even moms and everybody right now. And there's very little time left in the day to cook a good meal, you know, something that you feel proud about feeding your children, about feeding yourself, something nutritious. And we saw that opportunity right there. I mean, we like eating healthier selves, and we understand the, the how important it is uh, especially, there's unfortunately a lot of people that are falling with illnesses and things like that. I unfortunately, personally, I lost my mother to cancer, mm, which is not that. a not a good experience to have. Right. But you know, there's a lot of people that are coming down with illnesses and everything. And even if they're not necessarily directly related to what you're eating, but if you take you know that that in consideration, it can change your life a lot. So we saw that opportunity right there using good ingredients, and that's where we are. So. Tell me about the concept behind Urban Cactus. Well, the concept, again, you know, like, uh, we're not reinventing the wheel. I mean, there's a bunch of Mexican restaurants everywhere, which are all very tasty and everything. However, the one thing that we decided to do a little bit different, you know, we have tacos, burritos, uh, plates, salads, things like that, but we really wanted to add that healthy twist to it. Uh, What that means is we use uh, high-quality ingredients, uh, low-fat recipes, and we really tried to not sacrifice the affordability uh, or the distinctive flavors of our rich Mexican culinary heritage. Things that we do different are corn tortillas and flour tortillas are organic. They're non-GMO. We make our tortillas every day, several times a day, so that in our facility, so that our customers can enjoy and always enjoy fresh tortillas. Uh, our meats, we have chicken, beef, bison, and pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, bison being something that's a little bit different, you know, not, right. not everybody serves uh, bison. Again, all of our meats are also free hormones, free of antibiotics, naturally raised, grass-fed, that sort of thing. Our recipes are pretty low-fat. We use very little or no oil at all, depending on what we're making. Uh, for instance, our refried beans, I don't even like calling them refried because technically they're not. They're not even fried. We don't use any oil or anything, but I guess that's how people know them instead of, like, mashed beans, right? Right. Uh, but, yes, the carnitas, barbacoa, things like that, we, we bake them. We make them in an oven, slow-cooked, so there's no need to fry them. We don't use any 
any lard, any MSG for flavoring, any chicken stock to enhance things. I mean, everything's all natural. We use all natural ingredients, and we purposely don't have a freezer for the same reason that we don't buy anything frozen ever. We make everything fresh, and I think people are seeing that, and that's why they keep coming back now. Right. This is a... Um these are my words. I'm not a restaurateur, but this this feels like a higher intensity business where you can't take shortcuts in preparing the food. You have a very high standard that you're holding yourself to, yes. and that, to me, that must mean it it takes a lot more care, even from the idea of sourcing your raw materials, the the foods that you use to prepare. Is that a challenge for you? Well, you know, lucky for us, we live in California, and California is probably one of the places in the world that you can pretty much find anything that you're looking for we have great climate and everything so we find a lot of things uh very locally sourced and everything if anything the only challenge that we have encountered if anything at all is uh pricing sometimes it can be a little bit pricey to get things that are you know organic and things like that again they are available but it's a little bit more expensive and i think everybody knows that now where we really are putting our, our brains to work here is we really made our we did our homework first and finding, you know, we went to different trade shows and things like that, everything related to food, to see what things we can get, you know, like year-round and everything. And then we put our menu together based on those things. So we were kind of, instead of knowing already what to serve and then finding the the ingredients, right. we looked for the ingredients first. Okay. And then we got inspired by those ingredients, uh, and then we put together the menu. So are you a chef? Very amateur, okay. <laughs> but yes, I, I like. Uh, again, I'm no, I'm no chef or anything, but I love food, and I think I I have, you know, pretty good understanding of what uh, at least people that think like me, I guess, are going to like mm-hmm. as far as the spices and everything. Blanca, my wife, she's an excellent cook as well, and you know, we just play with the food and and put together recipes. But we really stuck to traditional recipes that, you know, not just our own concoctions that nobody will know, but we okay. really wanted to stick to the traditional. Uh, Mexican food, Mexican dishes that people will know, specifically guisados, which are not found, uh, you know, not uh, not anywhere anyway, uh, not not around here. They, most places have just like the carne asada or something, but we uh-huh. have, for instance, instead of that, we have carne sujugo, which is a traditional mix of, you know, it's got bacon, it's got steak, it's got tomatillo and everything. So we put more care and, and yeah, it takes more time to right. make those preparations, but again, it's a little bit different from what's uh, being offered elsewhere. So I'm talking with Carlos Martinez and his wife Blanca here, here in the studio. They are owners of Urban Cactus in Anaheim. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about the location, etc. because I'm sure people are going to want to find you and try you. So when I walked in, we were rushed. We uh, pulled into the mall where, you are, where your restaurant mm-hmm. is. And I'm not sure how we selected your restaurant, <laughs> but it was just, it looked like the right place to go. And... Um, I didn't even realize the concept behind the restaurant. I just knew I was eating at a Mexican restaurant, frankly, until we engaged you in a conversation and we sort of, the sauces that were brought to the table sort of sparked my interest because they were so flavorful. So the experience just kind of built on me. What type of person should visit your restaurant other than everybody? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but it's not because I think it's hard to find organic, quote-unquote, healthy Mexican food. Is that is that am I am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And the, and you know, uh, I like telling the story that uh, when we first started building our restaurant, we started our Facebook page and things like that, and advertising. You know that we are doing a Mexican restaurant and it's healthy. And some people responded with, "As if that's even possible. That's an oxymoron." <laughs> you know, like, and yeah. you know, that's uh, I, in a way instead of getting upset or anything like that, we actually thought it was really cool because that can only mean that we're breaking new ground. I mean, right. it's. Uh, you know, we're, we're Mexican originally, and it almost is not offensive, but, you know, like, we take it to heart that when in, in movies and TV shows and everything, they talk about Mexican food, how it's, it gives you a stomach ache and stuff like that, because, you know, there really is that uh, misconception of what Mexican food has to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have attracted a lot of people, uh, a lot of foodies, you know, and... and okay people that like going to healthy restaurants and, you know, something that's new and different. And so that's the kind of people that we've attracted. And like you mentioned yourself, when you walk in there, it doesn't even look like a traditional Mexican restaurant. We make everything very simple. Uh, the concept is fresh, the way from the design, from the interior and the exterior of the building. We don't have sombreros and cliche things like that there. I mean, it's it's just a functional place, minimalistic. Uh, it's 
it's a fresh idea. And, yeah, we attracted a lot of, in the beginning, younger people that look for that kind of stuff. And now we're seeing more families, uh, people with, you know, with small children. And that's good to see that people are, you know, taking that in, that they're understanding the importance of eating healthy. So tell me, this is a teachable moment, in my opinion. <laughs> why are you two the first to introduce this concept I mean, I, maybe you can't answer why other people didn't think of it, but, I mean, it seems to me to be so right for the time and logical. Yes, uh, I have no idea. I, I, I do not know with so many re- uh, restaurants out there, especially Mexican restaurants, right. I, I don't understand how nobody really stumbled and, and came up with that. But maybe it was a lot, uh, it has to do with how people didn't really care so much. I mean, you know, everything was all about your your bottom man right and and making as much money with little investment as possible and i think that worked out for a while for people without realizing that hey you know maybe the quality of the ingredients has uh you know and it affects people in, in certain ways and with illnesses and everything so i think that we're in a in a good time right now and in this generation in this day and age that we're realizing those things and we're more willing to look up you know places that serve healthy stuff uh, with the least amount of, you know, chemicals and things like that. And, and I think there's a, I don't know if it's a trend or maybe just people are just coming to realize the importance of that. I so we come in with that idea and people that already were thinking along those lines, I think that's that's why it's been successful. Yeah, I think people are um, understanding the relationship between what they put in their mouth and how their body feels and yes. the longevity of their body. And so I think it's only going to continue to accelerate. There's a lot more research and science and medicine behind this this very important connection. A lot of great ideas have started in Southern California and have (laughs) been carried across the country. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about your future growth plans. But before I get there, I I think I remember when you and I were talking in your restaurant that part of the motivation for this concept is your wife because of her dietary preferences. Yes. Are you comfortable to share a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, when I first met my wife, I was already joining into the whole movement and idea of eating healthy. Uh, my roommate at the time, he he cooked everything organic and everything, and I, I just thought it tasted great, and that's how I became more familiar with that kind of thing, right? Now, when I first met Blanca, one of our first conversations that we had, for some reason it, it turned out to be food, and then she tell she told me that she was vegetarian. She had been vegetarian uh, for like 15 years now, and she was telling me how it is hard to find good places to eat because most places have, you know, if you're a vegetarian, there's hardly anything in the menu for her. You know, uh, it's only like quesadillas, just literally like a tortilla with cheese, <laughs> or or oh, just like a, a kids menu, or just a yeah. salad. Yeah, things like that. So she wanted to eat more things, and she always ended up making food for herself at home because there wasn't really that much available. I eat meat. I, I tried being vegetarian for a whole year, and I lasted a whole year, but I like my meat, right? But, I mean, for her, it is more of a challenge. Okay. So every time that we went out to dinner and everything, we always looked specific places where she can eat more than, like I said, like a tortilla and, mm-hmm. and nothing else. That's amazing, because you're the second guest just here on today's radio show, Sherry Fink, our earlier guest, same thing. I love it when entrepreneurs uh, satisfy a personal need and then they scale a business out of it. And that's that's what you've done, right? You've, you've taken a personal need, you've identified a gap in the market, and you've created a business now that will serve others who have the same point of view as you do. Hopefully that's the case. All right, I'm talking with Carlos Martinez. His wife, Blanca, is in the studio. We're going to take a short commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue to talk about Urban Cactus, give you the address, talk a little bit more about the menu. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. 
as one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals. Under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit AXPGOLD.COM. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at AXPGOLD.COM. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, Carlos Martinez, owner of Urban Cat. This is here with us in the studio. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download a radio show as a podcast. Over the last 30 days, you've downloaded over 16,000 episodes. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast from iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. So, Carlos, what have you learned since you've opened the Urban Cactus? Well, one of the things that we've learned, and most importantly, to be flexible and open-minded with our customers. Uh, For instance, a good example is in the beginning, we didn't have, uh, we didn't offer Diet Coke. We didn't have chips. You know, we were too, like, no, it has to be, like, super healthy and organic and everything else, you know, as far as drinks and everything, too. But, you know, however, we learned that sometimes you have to give people what they're asking for in order to attract them first and then hopefully inspire them and show them other alternatives. And I think that's what we've been doing. At the end of the day, we want to benefit uh, the more people as possible. Did people get a little bit angry when they didn't have the Diet Coke? I mean, <laughs> no, it, well, make for you know, moments at all? There are people that must have their Diet Coke, that's you know what I mean? Man, so, you know, like, and, and that's, if there's a, a difference, you know, if maybe that's going to make the difference between them going there or and going elsewhere. We thought, hey, well, you know, maybe it's not the worst that we can do. Let's right. bring that in because then because of that one Diet Coke, they're going to eat the food, and that's less pesticides, less everything, and hormones and everything they're going to eat in right. the food because of the Diet Coke. And what we're doing is by talking to them, too, uh, about the Diet Coke, we tell them, hey, you know, we have this whole alternatives that have, you know, better ingredients and things like that. And some people have just changed, and mm-hmm. now they drink something else. Right, so you've enlightened them a little bit. Yeah, so, that. again, you know, we're using that. Uh, same with the chips. A lot of people are used to chips and salsa. Okay, well, now we have chips, also organic, like our tortillas. And that's attracting more people, too. And when they're in there, they're eating healthier stuff, too. So, I mean, sometimes, again, we, at the end of the day, we just want to reach as many people as possible and hopefully make a difference in their lives. And if those are avenues to do that, then, you know, so be it. <laughs> All right, we're talking with Carlos Martinez. He is the owner with his wife, Blanca, of Urban Cactus. So of all the things you kind of developed and learned in your business career and now your entrepreneurial career, is there a guiding principle that you're using to lead and grow the firm? And if so, can you share that with our audience? Yes, for sure. Well, for us, you know, to conducting our business, we really want to follow the core human values such as uh, love, right conduct, and truth. Uh, we treat all our team members and our customers with respect and care. We really need to be careful watching our words, our actions, our thoughts, and our character and our heart as human beings. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, but we think that that's, that is true. Uh, we also... You know, we want to be socially beneficial. We want to do things that are environmentally uh, benign, uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy for people. 
And, yeah, we understand money comes and goes, but, you know, where morality comes and grows, right? That's wow. kind of what we, what we think. And at the end of the day, we, you know, we always try to ask ourselves, what am I doing? Is it good for me? Is it good for others? And if the answer is yes, then, then you feel good about it. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what's the future? I mean, I know you're, you know you're just in your first year, and, but w- what's the future hold for Urban Cactus? Well, we're very excited. Obviously, there's still a few things that we need to you know, work out here and there, little, little loose ends, uh, just like everywhere else. But uh, the future for us, we really like to focus right now on, uh, on doing catering. Mm. We have just done a few catering events. We're actually uh, we're doing two more events this weekend, and so we're excited about that. I mean, there's there's good opportunity for us in catering. Uh, a little bit later, we haven't lost track of that. Uh, I want to do food trucks. Okay. Uh, yeah, food trucks also are, are great tools to get the word out there, get more right. people interested in us. And sometimes people just simply don't know us, and, you know, the food trucks are uh, a good avenue to do that. Uh, hopefully more locations uh, throughout Orange County and hopefully even beyond that so if someone wanted to come to your restaurant and try your food where are you located okay or we're in the city of orange and it was very close to uci the the big hospital very close to the angels uh baseball stadium and the exact address is 3070 west chapman avenue that would be suite c and the city of orange california 92868 Oh, okay. I misspoke. I thought it was Anaheim, but that's orange there where you are. It okay. is very borderline, but okay. it, it's, it's officially orange. <laughs> My geography isn't what it used to be. And Do you have a website? Uh, yes, urbancactus.net. It's our website. You can find our menu there, pictures of the food, uh-huh. a little blurb about Blanca and I, you know, where we met and the whole idea oh. behind Urban Cactus and everything. Uh, so, yeah, we want to make it more personal. Of it's not, not a huge, you know, uh, corporation that doesn't have a name or people behind it. I mean, we are... Just like everybody else, and just a couple that wanted to do something, you know. And uh, so that's what it is. So it has a little bit about us. And that's our website. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well. We have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com uh, slash urbancactus. There's also little things that we post every now and then and everything, like any specials or any promotions, things like that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, our phone number, for those interested, uh, the number is 714 978 3000 again that's 7149783000 and people what they do is they they've been calling in now because we get pretty busy especially during lunch and everything sure. they they can call in you know order something and they can just come in and pick it up it's ready to go okay yeah i um i'm going to give you a huge recommendation to the listening audience to try out your restaurant Thank i you. think they're going to be pleasantly surprised at how tasteful and the experience, the minimalist approach of your restaurant, how great the dining experience is, and how wonderfully fa- flavorful the food is, and it's good for you, which yes. is like unbelievable that something that flavorful and spicy and rich in flavors can also be good for your body. So I, I applaud what you two are doing. I think you're on to a great idea. That's why I wanted to get you in here as soon as we could to talk about your business in hopes that this appearance helps in some way to raise your visibility in Orange County. So thanks for being a friend of the program. Welcome to the uh, Critical Mass community and success with Urban Cactus and the other derivative products and things you're going to be doing. Thanks, Rick. Thank you for having us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here for Critical Mass Radio Show. That's going to do it for our show today. I'd like to thank our advertisers for Without Whom We Wouldn't Have a Radio Show, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. I'd like to thank the entire team on the Critical Mass side for helping to put this program together. Paul Roberts with octalkradio.net is our engineer. If you'd like to learn more about our business, Critical Mass for Business, maybe you want to advertise on Critical Mass radio shows or be a future guest, uh, look at criticalmassforbusiness.com. Okay, this is Rick Franzi, your host, saying until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 